So last night, I this is I don't know if this is bad or, or I don't know if it's bad. I don't know. But last night that I dr- I dreamt that I won the Super Bowl. You had a dream that you won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I dreamt okay. that. Not not like the Saints won the Super Bowl, but I literally won yeah, like the Super you were Bowl. in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. And sure, nobody sure. cared. Sounds about right. Yeah. So like I was saying, I don't know if it's just from being in this country or whatever, but like I literally was saying to people, oh, "I won the Super Bowl last week." <laughs> people weren't bothered. People people just did not care whatsoever. Right. But also, I looked like Trevor Lawrence. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio. All right, it's Rock and Roll American Football. My name's Jay Lawrence. Carter, you good? Yes, my name is not Jay Lawrence, but I'm no. good. That's good to know. Uh, yeah. It is Glenn Carter the second. There it is. Wow. The full government, folks. The full government. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't say that just in case, but nah, that's fine. I mean, it's yeah, fine, isn't it? I mean, it's not no, like no got, one's going to pretend to be you. It's not like I got charges or anything. Damn. I'm just, just out here. I'm <laughs> yeah. just killing um how are you how's things all right i'm, I'm fine jay emmanuel lawrence no that would be a that'd be a lovely that'd be a lovely middle name <laughs> i'm not going to give my middle names out but just Ooh. because i just because i feel like that that is too much information do you know what i mean is that uh, not i definitely know what you mean i don't like sharing anything about myself so no. i totally i totally get it then I apologize for giving your full name out on the radio. Uh, you I'm say it every episode for three years now. So, I mean, damn, what else, what else <laughs> I'm going to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't do much about it now. Um, all right, then. Well, we can get going. This is uh, this is all about the NFL. This is the uh, the small things, uh, the the middle things, the big things, the uh, extra large. I suppose if you know, we're talking about American stuff, we are talking XXL, aren't we? Whether it's mm. McDonald's or clothes sizes, either way, the... Um, <laughs> The, the 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 last week of NFL action has been interesting. Kickers have been arguably more important than anybody else. 100%. For one reason or another. Uh, and then this coming slate of games uh, over this next weekend, there is one game particularly that I think that people are going to have their eyes on it. So I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll have a quick uh, run through the headlines, which will include said game. Okay. So first... Uh, Monday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys route the Philadelphia Eagles, 41-21, Carter. Do you know what? Sometimes I feel like we're just living in a Dallas Cowboys world. Do you know oh, what I mean? Like, Give me a break. Yeah, but oh. I'm not, that's not me trying to like say, that's not a good thing. <laughs> it's just saying, we, you know, this is a Dallas Cowboys world and we all just happen to be living in it. No matter no matter who they're playing, especially when it's, you know, Dallas, uh, it's an inter-division game, you know, so it's, you know, Dallas-Philadelphia it does sort of feel like the focus is rarely on Philadelphia in these situations or, or maybe the Giants or Washington or whatever. It, the focus is on Dallas. Yeah, I I think... Quite rightly that, in this case. I, I was going to say, it, in this case, it, it makes total sense. But I would also say that it's partly the NFL marketing machine, Dallas mm. being America's team, which is garbage. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Uh, and, but it's also um, consistently what... What team has been the most consistent in the NFC East for the last, I don't know, five, six, seven seasons? I mean, all of them are pretty mediocre, but if any of them, Mm. I hate to admit it, it's probably the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, Because, I mean, we won a Super Bowl a long time ago, and we haven't won a damn thing since. Well, the the, the good thing, and what I would say is that the, the big, you know, massive triumphant thing from that game that we can take out of is Dak Prescott, you know, going back to AT&T Stadium 
351 days after he had that ankle injury. Mm. Going back to AT&T and, um, you know, Dak Prescott, he started well, to be honest with you. And, and the, the fact that he, um, you know, he had a passer rating of 143.3 yeah. uh, in that game uh, on Monday night. Um, I'll, I'll and uh, Dak Prescott being who you want him to be and who Dallas want him to be, really, don't they? Especially after giving him that really big contract. 41-21, I think it sort of says more about Philadelphia, I think, sometimes than it does um, Dallas. They had a pick six, Dallas Cowboys uh, mm. as well. Um, so looking back on that game, Carter, does it really tell us much about the AFC East or is it a case of just, you know... Or the NFC East. Uh, sorry, the NFC East, yeah. yeah. Does it tell us much about them? It tells us that the Cowboys are going to win the, the division. and That's a it, statement. That is a statement right it, here. It, it, well, I'll tell you what. It tells us that if the Cowboys don't win the division, I think they should take Jerry Jones' team from him. I think they should just give it to somebody else because I don't know who, who. Okay, the the Giants are at the bottom of the, of the are at the bottom of the division, bottom of the conference. The Giants are at the bottom of the conference. Hmm. The Washington Football Team uh, has a good quarterback, has a good ish quarterback at the moment, but that might be about it. And then the Eagles, Jalen Hurts is progressing, but they're still figuring it out. I think that that's a nice way of saying it, really. You know, as I say, they had the pick six uh, with uh, Trayvon Diggs. Um, If it wasn't for uh, a fumble and a recovered fumble in the end zone from the the Philadelphia defense, this score might have been, and it doesn't look great as it is, might have looked even more embarrassing for Philadelphia. Philadelphia one and two in the division, Dallas Cowboys two and one. Uh, and as you say, they're probably looking good. Even this early in the season, they're looking even, good. Even, even this early. The division. Even it sounds this mad, early. doesn't it, really? Um, uh, this is the one I want to talk about. That I think that this is going to be literally everywhere over the next few days. I mean, it's already been lots of places, uh, if you follow the NFL. Uh, the return of Tom Brady this weekend Ooh. as he goes back to the New England Patriots, back to <laughs> Foxborough, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback. Since he left New England... Uh, this one is just, um, this one's saucy. This one's saucy. And it's, it's interesting, really, because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will go into New England and will be favourites there as well. Tom Brady, so used to being favourite, <laughs> the favourite in New England, is going back there and being uh, the favourite. And the other thing, is, which I think is just, just funny how these things sort of work out, is that unless he goes down injured in the game, mm. there is a 99% chance that he's going to break Drew Brees' Uh, passing yards record in the game as well at Foxborough. I tell you what, fans in New England, their heads might explode. Mm. Like it's not that, was it a good idea-ish still remains to be, I mean, maybe it doesn't remain to be seen. Was it a good idea to get rid of Tom Brady? Probably not because they won the Super Bowl last no. year. No, <laughs> probably not. not. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I was trying to. I'm not trying to give Tom Brady too much praise, man. But the first season he leaves after 20 years—that's that's 
five careers for lots of NFL players. Yeah. And, and we know statistically Tom Brady has had three different careers as an NFL – Hall of Fame careers as an NFL quarterback. But then you let him go after 20 years assuming that he's not Tom Brady anymore. And he wins a Super Bowl the next year, the next season. Well, did you see that uh, that, that um, Belichick actually came out in the last uh, few days and just said, well, it's not as if we didn't want him to stay. It was that Tom Brady um, decided to go elsewhere. Come on, um, Bill. Come on, Bill. Come on. <laughs> should have done better. You should have done better. You could have you couldn't have drafted better. You couldn't have traded better. Tom, Bill Belichick has the power to, has this almighty, you know, can get all the tools he needs at any point, given any situation. You couldn't put that around Tom Brady after 20 years? Come on, bro. Come on. I, what I love, though, is that Tom Brady, as he has said, is he's not going there to reminisce, kids. Uh, he's no. going to kick some butt, and I'm excited about that. And I don't. Th- I, I think as well, after the Patriots' loss um, to the New Orleans Saints as well in the last game, uh, as I said, it, Tom Brady's going into going to Gillette Stadium and I think even the the, uh, the most hardcore New England fans are going to be feeling slightly downbeat about that game yeah. as well. What a, I think. What, a compar- what a direct comparison Mac Jones is going to have. Like how tough is it going to be for Mac Jones that day? That, that's, a really, that's a really good point actually. Because, it, it, right. you know, not only does he have to go through the whole, you know, being a rookie in the first few games of his, not just the season, the his career yeah. at a place which is so used to having... Uh, Tom Brady, who was so consistent throughout his New England career, he is literally going to be facing him. It's so, so that's a really good point, actually. It literally is going to be a direct comparison. Got rid of a veteran quarterback to give him a shot and mm. decide. Bill Belichick. He did, and, you're right. Yeah, yeah decide, you know, yeah, next Cam Newton for this guy. So we're going to see. We're going to see. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you know what I would say, actually, just, just to give uh, Mac Jones a little bit of credit, is that he made some mistakes in the game against the New Orleans Saints at the weekend. And he threw, he tried to throw a lot of deep balls and I don't think any of them, uh, any of them connected, but he, I, I was, I was, I, if I was a New England fan and I watched that game, I'd be feeling right. Okay. Well, you know, for his third game of his NFL career, I'd be feeling okay. I'd be not Confident, be feeling yeah. too downbeat about it to be, to be honest. These hope as long as, you know, particularly the, the downfield balls, as long as they start connecting at some point, I'd be <laughs> right. feeling okay about it. And lastly, this might be a little bit of a minor headline and it feels like a little bit of a groundhog day, to be honest, because we do mention, because uh, this does come up basically every single year, but uh, Josh Gordon back in football, the wide receiver has been reinstated hey. in the league after hey. his substance abuse issues. 30 years old, he's going to be signing with the Kansas City Chiefs. Is mm, that a good mm. fit uh, Player-wise, uh, do you think, Carter? I don't know if Josh Gordon can still play. Yeah, that, that's the difficult thing, isn't it? Yeah. That's the difficult yeah. thing. You just don't know. I mean, it, we've been saying for years. I mean, he, he plays a few games and he, he unfortunately has had his issues. Gets right. reinstated. Uh, and, you know, we hope that he doesn't, uh, you know, have those issues again in the future. Right. But if he has that speed... If he's got the speed... And I'm, he, Josh Gordon had great hands. Mm. And so if I think ideally what you're looking for is a um, Antonio Brown in Tampa Bay yeah. last year situation, not just because they won the Super Bowl, but because Antonio Brown came in for better or for worse he, uh, for him personally, he was humble. He played, 
he um was he contributed to that season like without him i don't know if they would have gotten as far but my question is is andy reed and patrick mahomes are they that tom brady like force or is that team together that tom brady like force that keeps josh gordon on not on the straight and narrow but you know in it enough to extract some of those to see if he's got those skills left. It's it, that's going to be tough to to say. I tell you what, it would have worked on the Bucks because mm. you know what you're getting. T- Tom Brady is so I hate saying this. He is such um, he's such a powerful force that how do you get you can corral a, a Gronk coming off the street not having played in a season. You get Antonio Brown who's gone through lots of off off the season uh, turmoil and his last two teams that he went to wasn't a great deal. Just one person. It took one person to straighten that out and they won a Super Bowl. I hope that Josh Gordon can find that in Kansas City. Yeah, I agree. I always think it's funny as well when you think about the fact that actually Josh Gordon does have a Super Bowl ring. I don't know. Oh, he has right. it from when he was in New England. He, yeah. he, he was, I believe, if I remember correctly, he was suspended um, or he was... He was placed on injured reserve and then he was waived. I think that's what it was. I think he actually, I think it was a, a an injury issue. I, I can't quite remember. Um, but he, I can't quite remember how it all worked out. But anyway, he basically, yeah, he, he didn't play in the uh, game against the Rams because of um, one reason or another, maybe suspension uh, yeah. in the Super Bowl, but he still got a, still got a ring. So, you know, he might have been suspended well, out of many times. He, he, he got a ring. I think he sold the ring. Uh, really? Yeah, I think he sold it. Oh, wow. It Fair enough. So. Yeah, I mean, it's up to him, I suppose. Um, uh, so actually, I know we've been speaking about Tom Brady quite a lot already in the episode, but I just want to just mention one thing quickly. I thought we'd have a quick game of which of these is true. Do you want to have a game? Do you want to have a play? Do you, want to, you feel like we're on some sort of quiz show, Carter? I mean, I, mean, I feel like, is it Alex Trebek? Is he famous or what? Is he died? Oh, he, is he, yeah, he, is he, he, he tragically passed away and they have mishandled uh, Jeopardy ever since. It's it's tough, but yes. Oh, okay. All right. Alex. Well, maybe I shouldn't have brought that up. This is, this, this is the difficult, uh, this, this is the difficult thing when you don't understand, when you don't know a lot of American TV of shows. All the quiz shows on the yeah. planet right yeah, now. Yeah. Jeopardy is probably the toughest to talk about. <laughs> okay. All right. Then never mind. Let's just uh, skate past that. Okay. So, which of these are true? I've got several different rounds. Uh, let's mm. see if you get two out of three correct. Oh, I'm going to win. Then, uh, okay, great. Fine. Then you win. All right. Then. Yeah. Okay. Which of these are true? Oh, this is this is easy. Okay, this one's easy. Tom Brady was the youngest man on the field at the weekend. Tom Brady was the Bucks' leading rusher at the weekend, and Tom Brady's hair is real. <laughs> I'm going to say that Tom Brady, I think, with 14 total yards, was the leading rusher on the field with a touchdown, rushing touchdown. Crazy. He did. He got. Yeah, he did get a touchdown. That is he crazy. Isn't it? The fourteen yeah. yards. Uh, I think that's his second time in his career that he was the leading rusher. I think it says a lot. Slowest, about the, uh, the slowest uh, man on the game. field, other than the referees. Yeah. Well, no, I think the ref. T- I see the refs are pretty fast. <laughs> the refs got to get out of the way of the ball. You know. Yeah, they're pretty fast. Speed. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, alleged. I mean, this. I have no idea if his hair is real, but I'm. Kind of, I don't think it is. But yes, Tom Brady <laughs> was the Bucks' leading rusher at the weekend. So that's 1-0 to you. So you got that one right. Well done. I'm winning, Carter. Jay. Which of these is true according to uh, the one 
one bookies that I looked at, one bookmakers, right? Mm. Kansas City Chiefs are the favorites to win the Super Bowl. LA Rams are the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Or Tampa Bay are favorites to win the Super Bowl. It's the LA Rams. It is not the LA Rams. Get out of here. It's the Bucks. It Give is a- still the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Still Give me a break. I don't know what bookie this is. They should. I don't know what happens to bookies. You can't fire a bookie, can you? No, it's a bookmaker. It's a, it's a yeah. whole company, mate. You can't do that. No. Right. Um, yeah, Kansas City Chiefs are second favorites despite being one and two to open the season. And what is quite a good um, AFC West. We might talk about it a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, LA Rams uh, are third favorites. I mean, they've started incredibly strongly, obviously beating uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in their Matthew last Stafford game. Stafford is showing up. Well, he's, uh, all, he's always showed up. He's now got competent receivers around him. Yeah, and Tampa Bay Bucket. Well, you know, he did have not too bad receivers at some points. Kenny Golladay was great in the last yep. few seasons, but I, th- I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. And Tampa Bay Buccaneers currently favorites to win the Super Bowl. But you know what? It's so easy to get swept up early in the season, isn't it? I mean, I do it myself it all the time. But even if you if you look to this time last year, there's no way that you consider Tampa Bay Buccaneers one of the favorites. You know, they lost against the Saints in the first game. Uh, and throughout the season, they lost against uh, a kind of substandard Bears team that somehow made the playoffs. Uh, the Saints, you know, routed them again at one point as well. You know, it wasn't until really late in the season that they had that push. So three games into the season, I think that's probably where they're coming from. Tampa Bay still favourites to win the Super Bowl uh, in that one. So you didn't get that one right, I'm afraid. I'm still winning, which Jay. Of, Am I still which winning? Which of these is true? Know. No, not yet. <laughs> If you get this right, which of these is true? Okay. Okay. Oh, this is a bit vague, actually. I made this one quite hard. Of course. Zach Wilson is struggling. Trevor Lawrence is struggling. Mac Jones is struggling. Uh, This is a all of the above um, is correct because rookie quarterbacks are having a crap time (laughs) this year. Zach Wilson. Starting quarterback for the Jets right now. I mean, it's the Jets. Do we need to say more? Uh, they didn't get one point in their last game. They didn't get one point. <laughs> the Jets. If there's a team in the league that's worse than the Giants right now, it's the Jets. Mm. It's the. I mean, it's the consistently the Detroit Lions. Lions. Yeah, and then it's the and the Jets. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I don't know. Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He and it's tough having a rookie quarterback with such high expectations and also mm-hmm. technically well not technically but feel wise a first year coach yeah like they're both figuring it out right now and that coach hasn't coached in a while even though he was a prolific college coach it's just different and then who's this other no-name guy that you mentioned i don't know this other third person mac jones i said oh mac jones He'll well maybe right. mac jones as i said mac jones maybe was a bad bad choice because i feel like out of the three i think he's maybe shown the most promise but um yeah i agree this even this early on in the season and don't get me wrong um both zach wilson and trevor lawrence you know cut them some slack and all that three games in but uh how about uh, I, I could change that to Justin Fields, but then that's a bit unfair. He's only played one game. One game. Maybe, he's been, so. and, I mean, it was a terrible game, by the way. It was not. It wasn't very good. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, but basically, <laughs> basically, I guess what I'm what I'm sa- what trying to say is is that you know there's there's no rookie quarterback that is really um, really shining 
you know. No, but, really. you know, they, they do build. But it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, sometimes, who was it that I think, I think it was Alex Smith, uh, the, the former Chiefs, uh, mm. 49ers, and uh, Washington quarterback. Yeah. yeah, yeah, who um, who said just a few days ago that um, he he really thinks that starting out the gate for the 49ers was really uh, not a beneficial thing for him. And he saw what happened with um, Colin Kaepernick when at uh, the 49ers, and he saw what happened with uh, Patrick Mahomes, of course, uh, at yeah. the Chiefs, which was sitting, yeah. sitting for a while, really helped them. Tom Brady. Uh, well, yeah, Tom Brady wasn't even like a, you know, his his perspective was a bit different, I suppose, because they already had Drew Bledsoe, Drew, I can't even say it, Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, Drew Bledsoe, uh, yeah. So it wasn't as if it was, um, you know, there was no rush to get him in because he probably wasn't even perceived as a number one quarterback at that point, but uh, until he showed his worth. And, you know, same goes with maybe Colin Kaepernick, same goes maybe with Patrick Mahomes, until you show your worth. But um, there is such a need at the moment, it seems, such, such a um, clamour with with fans. And I do understand it to get those quarterbacks out there, to get the future out there, mm. especially when you've got a substandard quarterback in as number one at the moment or somebody that doesn't particularly excite you, like Andy Dalton with the Bears. Right. You know, he's, Andy Dalton is as uh, competent as he is. Doesn't He doesn't excite does he? So I do understand why people want to try and get those quarterbacks in, but you know, there's not many better people to 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 tell you uh, to how exactly it works than Alex Smith, someone who has gone through that. Alex Smith, who didn't really have a brilliant start to his San Francisco career until he uh, improved, and, and you know, when Colin Kaepernick came in, he then left for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. But it does sort of show you, doesn't it, that sitting sometimes is the best option. I mean, you just need to look I, at Aaron Sometimes, Rogers. yeah. I'd love to see some data on, you know, successive quarterbacks who sit versus those yeah. who get dipped in yeah. because what, Peyton Manning always comes to mind, which is he didn't sit. Troy Aikman was similarly. We, I think we talked about this last week where yeah. they didn't sit and they had abysmal first years, but then they also overcame them to become Hall of Fame quarterbacks. We mentioned Tom Brady sitting behind Drew Bledsoe. If Drew Bledsoe hadn't gotten hurt, in the way that he did, would Tom Brady, in the way that he showed up, like in that developed mental mm. state, like still with the skill? Um, you that know, was had, just, yeah, I mean, that was, you're right. I mean, even, that was nearly a whole season. Yeah, think, exactly. Like, it's like, what, who, who's to say when a rookie quarterback is, who's sitting, is going to be ready to go and, and you start, like, you know, starting like week. 13, 14 of the season. I'd be interested to see guess. what I'd be interested to see what happens with with Trey Lance with the with the San Francisco 49ers as well. Oh yeah, because, sure. Because you know, you know, he was a very high pick, number three overall in the in the last draft, and there there is a clamor to get him on the field. They have been getting. I mean, they lost in their last game uh, against the the, um, the the Green Bay Packers due to a um, you know incredible performance from Aaron Rodgers. Really, um, yeah. But they have been getting the wins before that, so maybe if you just keep winning, it does put the pressure off. Uh, not over, not only Kyle Shanahan, the head coach, to put Trey Lance in there, but obviously yeah. Lance himself as well gives gives him that chance to sort but, of. Um, but Jimmy Garoppolo's balling this year; he's playing very well. Jimmy Garoppolo, he gets he gets a lot of. Um, how can I not swear? What's a 
he gets a lot of stick. <laughs> he gets a lot of stick. In the but US, you, we would have said uh, sugar, yeah. sugar honey iced yeah. tea. Back now, in the yeah. day. <laughs> oh, I've just yes. understood the phrase. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. So he does get a lot of that. But at the end of the day, even if he doesn't inspire a lot of hope when he's on the field necessarily right, all of the time, he right. does get wins a lot. You just need to look at his career. Yeah, man, you know, he, he gets has wins. wins. He, he's also very, he does get injured. He, <laughs> that that too, but uh, maybe maybe that's another quarterback that uh, New England shipped away too soon. Oh, you don't know. Come on. Well, maybe maybe. I mean, there was all that talk about maybe they're going to trade for him again. You know, before the draft. I mean, they're not going to now. They've got a quarterback no, in the future, yeah. haven't they? But um, all right. Uh, so I think that that means that you. I'm going to give you the win. I'm going to give you the win on that one, Carter. You know what, Jay? I'm taking win today. That's what today is about. So I will take it. it. I appreciate Thank you. you. Gift wrapping that for me, yes. Um, you and your you know ambiguous what? questions. Yeah, the last one was a little bit. It was, wasn't specific enough. I do. I apologise for that one. That's my fault. Um, I wanna. I wanna play another game if that's okay with you. Actually, um, <sighs> so many games. Saucy. I know. I just feel like you saucy minx. I, feel- <laughs> <laughs> I heard that in a movie recently. That's why I said it. Uh, who are we talking about? I can't remember. Saucy minx. What is that? Who, off? who said that? Uh, the guy from British actor from the one with Julia Roberts, the romantic comedy. There's a lot with Julia Roberts. Oh, jeez. Uh, Hugh Grant said it. Oh, in a movie. Um, oh, he was in. It was in uh, he was in Notting Hill, but it's from uh, the holiday one, the super popular holiday movie. Set not Bridget Britain. Jones. Uh, no, uh, uh, I don't know, mate. Jeez, my goodness. Anyways, he was looking at a he was looking at a photo of Margaret Thatcher as Prime Minister, his character, and he looked at her and he was like, "Oh, he called her a saucy minx." I thought it was funny. Right. So Hugh Grant, <laughs> who else is in this? I'm trying to work out who this is, what, what film this is. So Hugh Grant. Oh, uh, this is gosh. Julia Roberts, yeah. No, 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 no. No, not Julia. She that was a reference movie. Uh, Hugh Grant, Chiwetel Ejiofor is in it. Oh. Can't spell his name. Kira Kira Knightley is in it. Oh come on, Emma Emma Thompson is in it. Oh, love actually. Yeah, good gracious. Like I got caught. I got caught. One nil. One nil to me. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) I got caught out with the Julia Roberts. Yeah, that's Um, my fault. That's my fault. Um, (laughs) ambiguity strikes again. Uh, I can't even remember what we're doing. Uh, um, ooh, okay, yes. All right. So game. I'll tell you what's been going on over the last week. And I'm glad that I uh, filled up my tank last week when I was in uh, uh, I went to Norwich for a wedding and I um, filled up my, my, my tank then. And the past week has been just mental, mental in the uh, United Kingdom or at least England anyway. I don't know what it's been like where you are, Carter, down in the, uh, the Channel Islands. Um, getting, uh, getting some petrol. It's been a, been, been a bit of a palaver, to be oh. honest. To be honest with you, <laughs> uh, yeah, Jay, don't have any uh, low cost workers to drive those trucks, do we? Wonder, uh, wonder how that happened. Intriguing. So who, we're going to play the we game. <laughs> we're going to play the game. Who's running out of what? Oh, jeez. Um, so, so this is where basically. It's, it's it's basically an insert uh, insert names into a sentence game. So it's something or someone is running out of something, uh, and that's exactly how it's going to work. Um, 
all to do with the NFL, of course, because I don't want any men- more mention of petrol on this program. Uh, so I will start first, if that is okay with you. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so let's do this. I'm going to say that Chicago Bears head coach Matt Nagy Ooh. is running out of, and this is where you can choose the word, ideas or time. You want me to choose? Well, I, I'm going to go with ideas because I mm. reckon that drafting a rookie quarterback means that you are not going to basically get sacked over the next few games. Probably not. <laughs> probably, you're probably, going to make it to week five? Okay. No, I, I, <laughs> I think that you've probably got until the end of the season. If, if, if he sees the, if Justin Field sees the field, you know more, more over the next, uh, uh, over the next few games, I, I still think you've probably got until the end of the season, depending on how you go. But um, it's just the fact that if you looked at the stats, just look at the stats uh, for the uh, Chicago Bears, Cleveland Browns game, yeah, and you'll just see how uh, I think embarrassing. I think embarrassing is, 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 the, is the right word. Is the right word Oof. for the Chicago Bears. Um, one net, one net total uh, passing yard for the Bears. Excuse me. One. They passed for one yard in the first so quarter. The Bears. The Bears allowed nine sacks, which resulted in a loss of sixty-seven yards. Okay. So that meant the Chicago Bears passing game picked up a grand total of one yard, not in a quarter, not in a uh, five minute span, not in anything. We're talking talking about the whole of the game. Wow. I so I saw a couple of these highlights. I saw that I saw the nine sacks. Not all of them were like, you know, brutal hit sack sacks, but if you get sacked nine times in one game, somebody on the other team on the other team's defense is is going to the Pro Bowl. That's what we know. Well, the the Chicago Bears, as well. It, it seems like they only ever had uh, you know I'm not one to go into the nitty gritty or whatever. They they only had five man protection for for Justin Fields. Bear in mind it's his first ever start, um, right. and this is a man as well who basically is known to to run with uh, to run. Uh, is, have, have a good running game in college. You got five men protecting you. Why have more people there? Have more people there, man. Like yeah. this is not a, this is this is an opportunity for, for for two things basically to see what you got in Justin Fields. Um, but more than anything else, he needs some room to actually make a play. Yeah. And if he hasn't got any time, or if he's a little bit hesitant, if that's the right word to do, then it's just not going to happen, is it? Yeah. Um, I just can't. I just can't quite get over that passing game stat. The the entire offensive output, right, was uh, it was six of twenty passing for sixty eight yards, mm. three runs for twelve yards. David Montgomery led uh, the Bears rushing with thirty four yards, ten attempts, caught two for twenty one yards. Allen Robinson caught two for twenty seven yards. Darnell Mooney caught one for nine yards. Cole Komet one for eleven, and that's it. That is literally it. That is nothing else. It is. It was a depressing game, I think, if you're a Chicago Bears fan. And now it's difficult as well because if you're a Bears fan, you're thinking, well, I'm not really going to play my rookie quarterback in his first game. 
Really? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think you do. You blame the surroundings. Sure. And you blame Matt Nagy. Now, why did mm-hmm. Matt Nagy put him set, put his quarterback in that position? I can't answer that. I am not Matt Nagy. But what I can say is that if you're a Bears fan, you're going to be incredibly frustrated. You're going to voice your frustration. Mm. Your Bears ownership, you're going to see that and you're going to understand that you've not had a brilliant last few ga- last few years. Right. Uh, and you've, you've just shipped out one rookie quarterback that you drafted number two overall with, uh, yeah, number two with Mitch Trubisky. So Mitch Trubisky doesn't do very well. Now, if Justin Fields doesn't do very well, what's the um, what's the common thread there? Well, it's the it's the people that are um, people that are the the, the the coach in this situation. So Matt Nagy, he's either running out of time or ideas, whichever way you want to put it. Yeah, I I dig it. I like it. I like it. I would say you said he's running out of ideas. I think he's running out of time. I think you think he lasts till week five. No, I think he's got. I think he's got to the rest of the year. I think, think he's gonna, gonna yeah. the the I think he's got till week six. I think I, that I, you got no. There's no way he's going before week six. I no think, way. I think that the Bears. The if the Bears start zero and six, or well, yeah, they're zero and three right now. Uh, if the Bears start zero and six, let's let's verify that. I don't. I want to make sure I'm not. Talking too crazy, but if the Bears go, they're one and two right now. If they go one and five, you fire Matt Nagy, because just like you said, I think the biggest. I mean, Mitch Trubisky was a high draft pick too, wasn't he? Mm. I think so. I think Mitch Trubisky was a high draft pick. They messed that up. I think if you're screwing up, if you're if you're a, a bad team, you're getting these draft picks. Chicago traditionally does not have good quarterbacks, but you're trying to correct that. And you're 0 for 2 now in your new coach or a new GM. Which one which you take your pick? Well or both, I suppose. I, was, I would say both, yeah. Yeah. If they go one and five, I think you one of those assistant coaches is gonna be <laughs> running the team <laughs> through the rest of the year. Okay, what do you got? Who's running out of what? I got Ben Roethlisberger mm. is running out of yes <laughs> excuses. Oh right, yeah. I mean, or, to be fair, yeah, that's not that's not a bad one at all. Yep, or time. No, go on. I personally think it is excuses. I think that. They just they just restructured his contract. He's in for another year. He took a big hit on his massive contract, which he earned back in the day. But I think that the starting eleven and zero last season, ending what was it one and five, one and six or something. Uh, in addition to Ben looking like. Last year's Drew Brees, more and I mean, more. Don't be, don't be harsh on Drew Brees. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying both Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, but Drew Brees couldn't get the ball downfield last year. Ben can still sling it a little bit, but he's looking less mobile than he used to. Uh, they are banged up a bit, so their offensive weapons. I think Juju Smith Schuster just got injured last week, so that's yeah. a, another challenge that takes away from that arsenal. 
I, I not to mention on the defensive end. So uh, uh, TJ Watt is out. They also have some other big losses on the defensive uh, side that are making their games a bit tougher now than they need to be. I don't really see um, Ben Roethlisberger sticking around for another season. And mm. dare I say it, could he be benched by the end of the season? I don't know. That's a, I mean, they're at the bottom of the AFC North right Wayne now. Wayne Haskins, Washington football team legend, uh, going to come into uh, <laughs> come into the Pittsburgh Steelers and I, take uh, take Ben Roethlisberger's job. I, I tell you, the Browns look really good. The Bengals look really good, which yeah, is something they, to yeah. say. And then the Ravens are two and one. Uh, you know, maybe they without um, that massive, which I'm sure we'll talk about, um, game winning a couple of game winning drives this season. They would be around there, but Steelers at the bottom of AC North right now is looking like Ben Roethlisberger might be the change that needs to be needed because you're not getting rid of Mike Tomlin. And I think that excuses is the right word because Ben Roethlisberger famous for making uh, excuses. Uh, Interestingly, I um, I think somebody somebody pointed out recently, I can't remember who it was, a journalist pointed out recently that, you know, how there's um, excuses tend to be made in Pittsburgh and or by Ben Roethlisberger. So Ben Roethlisberger almost made him like a snide jab saying, oh, we've got no, uh, I can't make any excuses or in, and stuff like <laughs> that. But, you know, uh, maybe you're reading too much into it. But Ben Roethlisberger, it, it, I don't think that Drew Brees is the right comparison. And I'll tell you why I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. I think because Drew Brees was uh, injured for a lot of last season. Fair. Okay, okay. so he's injured for yeah, a lot sure. of last season. Sure. Um, Eli Manning might be a better comparison. Ooh. Yep. I'll because it. it was obvious, it was obvious I'll, I'll, it was going downhill I'll take in the last it. two years, but especially that last year Yeah, yeah. Uh, with Eli Manning. Um, okay, so let's do one more reach on this. Let's do one more. Um, okay. The AFC West is running out of room. Uh, oh, I, no, I really yeah. just point out that the AFC West is yeah. currently – just an impressive, impressive division where you literally have the AFC champions and one of the, the the favorites for the Super Bowl, and I still think one of the favorites for the Super Bowl, Kansas City Chiefs, bottom, mm. bottom of the division, one and two. This is um, unforeseen circumstances for Patrick Mahomes as quarterback. I don't know if he's ever been in this position. So you've got Raiders, who have been very impressive, just about beat the Miami Dolphins in their last game, going to overtime, three and zero. Oh, Broncos. Three and O Chargers with uh, Justin Herbert being you know it's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, that's good. If I was a Chargers fan, uh, then I would uh, be just feeling so much hope over the next fifteen years. Uh, So LA Chargers two and one, and then Chiefs one and two. You know the Broncos have been very efficient. Teddy Bridgewater hasn't really put put a step wrong, to be honest. Um, And I just want to let me let me just. Point out this stat as well, okay? Just in regards to the Broncos, might reflect who they've played, but still. Um, so the Raiders top of the division, yeah, um, because they've scored ninety points, right? Points against uh, seventy-two. Chargers points against sixty. Chiefs ninety-five. Broncos twenty-six mm-hmm. over three games. Yeah, that's that's pretty good going. That's I mean, the best in the league. It's the best in the league. The Jets didn't score a point, and that's probably got something to do with it. But even if the Jets would have scored thirty points, they would still have the best, uh, you know, points against in in that division, which is, you know, very very impressive. The whole division, I think, 
I just think it's just, there's a lot of talk about the NFC West, I think, what with the, the Seahawks, the Cardinals, uh, the 49ers and the Rams. You know, that's an impressive division and one where you can easily see uh, you know, t- t- maybe three teams, you know, actually coming out of that league, I, I, out of that division that. Yeah. into the into the uh, into the playoffs, and if you know, in a few months' time, with the Raiders, the Broncos, Chargers, and Chiefs, just just impressive division so far. And you can easily see the Chiefs coming back. Let's be honest, but um, you know, any single one of those teams could make the playoffs, and and would be a tough game, I think, um, as it stands at the moment. Yeah. Um, okay, let's just do uh, let's just do one more, shall we, Carter? Yeah, that's that's cool. I would say that Urban Meyer. We spoke about this a little bit earlier. Is I would say Urban Meyer more than Justin Fields is running out of real estate. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, coach of the Jags. What? Okay. Yep. Sounds. You're so against Urban Meyer. I. Don't like Urban Meyer. <laughs> Why? Has he ever done to wrong you? I, nothing personally. I remember Urban Meyer as a college coach. He was at Ohio State for a bit. I think he was at Florida for a while. Uh, I think he definitely has SEC experience. Uh, and Urban Meyer was a coach that I don't remember specifically, but he cheated a lot. He did a lot Ooh, of allegedly. Allegedly, he did a lot of nefarious things as a coach, not just recruiting and some other stuff. But yeah, he. I think I should I should fact check all of this, but uh, I think that is the reason he hasn't been coaching at the college level in a while. And well, this, he had some health issues actually. Uh, health it, health yeah. too, but not. It wasn't exclusively about his health because, anyways. He's he got the job at the Jags. Jacksonville, not the most successful organization in league history. <laughs> uh just to put it mildly. And so he's sort of had the the cards are sort of stacked against him. But Urban Meyer also lost really badly. He had a Nick Saban like um first run in the league when he coached the first time. And I just don't think Urban Meyer is the right coach for Trevor Lawrence, given that team, um, given which team it is. It's like you're putting Trevor Lawrence at the Detroit Lions, which he could be Matthew Stafford and they still would lose a bunch. You put him on the Jets, uh, they're still going to lose a bunch. I feel like it's the same situation in Jacksonville. And if that's the case then I like I wonder if Urban Meyer is coaching him like a college coach would coach a college kid or would you do it obviously we don't know this but I, it's just I mean it's only three games Jay but it's 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 not looking good you, you are you, you, I've always got this sense that you're very anti-Urban Meyer yeah it's all coming yeah. out now it's yeah. all coming out now if he is not going anywhere you don't think so has, no way no oh man you just want him to go somewhere he's not going anywhere he might leave after a year, or maybe something like that might happen. But he's not getting—he's not getting the boot anytime soon. It's just no point. No point from anybody's anybody's you know situation. You're not getting rid of him so early. 
you know, it could be that he goes at the end of the year, but that could be a mutual decision. I wouldn't be too surprised with that. There might just might not, you know, be all that um, he wanted the NFL to be, perhaps. Right. Um, but uh, you know, we'll have to see about um, Trevor Lawrence's development. But a year is not that long in the it, NFL. It's not. It's not. But what if the coach had had, um, a, you know, a previous track record in the league that wasn't great? Yeah, you gave him a second shot. Yeah, he's got better tools, Trevor Lawrence, this time around. I'm not sure who he was coaching last time. But I think I think the amount of real estate they gave him in the beginning was short. Was short. And I just, you know, if I, I don't see him having two seasons of this. It is still very early, but they just don't they just don't No, well, yeah, okay. Three games in. Carter's putting it out. He's put, he's throwing down the gauntlet to Urban Meyer, <laughs> saying, "Right, do better, mate. Otherwise, you're out of the building." We'll you're Shad Khan. You're it's you and Shad Khan it's basically. Shad Khan, yeah. like, basically, just being like, "Nah, I can't deal with this." You know, if it stays like this, I'm not so sure about this bloke. You made the wrong decision. My bad. Yeah, saucy minx. Um, <laughs> that's called Eric being me. Oh, yeah. Well, um, yeah. That's, that's that's not wrong. Um, okay, so one. One more thing, actually, before we just go, I just do want to mention, we just have to just mention it just before we go. It's just, uh, I'm just going to, a round of applause. A round of applause what are we to, just, to Justin Tucker for being just an absolute boss. Mm. Uh, getting the NFL record field goal. He is un... I don't think there's a better player in their position than Justin Tucker. I just don't think there is. In the whole, you know, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, whatever. Yeah. Justin Tucker does Justin Tucker mm-hmm. every single game, and you can rely on him every sixty-six yards. Yeah, an unbelievable feat for uh, for, well, for for Justin Tucker's feet. Um, and <laughs> yep. I just think that he needs to he just needs to be applauded for for what he is. And I think that when when he retires, five years, ten years, whatever, we'll look back on him, uh, and the Ravens will look back on him and just and realize that they had one of the most reliable kickers, if not the most reliable kicker in NFL history. And, you know, what's crazy is that 66 yards is just a mad amount. Uh, it's just huge. Yeah. I don't think you, you can quite compute as a fan how far that is. It is, a, it is very far. Well, have, you ever tried to, <laughs> have you ever tried to kick? Tried to kick a, a football? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yeah. It's not easy. <laughs> it is it's not it is, easy. It is quite difficult, particularly exactly. if the wind is blowing or it's raining, or you've got, you know, two hundred and eighty pound uh you know defensive folks coming at you at full speed. Uh and I, it's, you know, it's two thirds of a football. That's nuts. And so to be fair, Justin Tucker, you mentioned it. Arguably the greatest kicker in NFL history, um, made over two hundred and ninety plus uh, field goals in his career, ninety eight point nine percent accuracy at the point after a touchdown, which is a chip shot essentially. But it's still, I mean, that's it's like a free throw in the NBA. That's pretty pretty darn accurate, uh, and it's just just astonishing. Just just like, like nice casual. 66 yarder hit the goal post very dramatic but you know yeah, very dramatic yeah yeah it's just solid just it was man. perfect really for the drama yeah yeah totally you know, perfect perfect for the drama and, and it's awkward as well because when you watch that back if you watch it from a certain angle you can see all the detroit fans um you know uh, in behind the the goal posts 
um, and you can see them all celebrate when it's when it hits the uh, hits the post, and then everybody else. And, knew. and then it's like, and then about five seconds later, it's like devastating no, like, loss for Detroit. Oh, just th- Detroit loses loss in the Detroit. worst ways. It does. Um, yeah, and, and you know, it's it's only because of um, Lamar Jackson and because of Justin Tucker. That, they man- that the Ravens even managed to get that win. So, I mean, you know, you've got to congratulate Detroit for making it a close game, I suppose. But then again, you've got to see it through, don't you? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's difficult to say. Um, so MVP of the episode goes to uh, Justin Tucker, I think. I would say. Uh, and Hugh Grant. <laughs> I would say Julia Roberts, but yeah, sure. Give uh Okay. I mean, she's not even in love, actually, but yeah. No, she's, is she? No, she's not. No, she's not. No, she's not. Yeah. The, the movie was already too expensive. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we spoke more about love, actually. Though. I think we have uh, a lot, most, uh, what, lots of other teams in the NFL. Uh, well, in this a, particular lot, a lot of the teams don't don't deserve it, Jay. The Giants being one of them. I, I, knew you'd, I knew you'd say that. Uh, Carter, yeah. thank you very much. And uh, we'll have a chat, what, next, uh, next Tuesday then? Sound good? That sounds about right, Jay. Thank you. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio.